Hello and welcome to the Michael T. Justice Podcast. Thanks for listening, and if you would like to respond to any of the things you hear, please hit me up here on Anchor, or at Twitter, at Michael T. Justice, or Facebook, Michael T. Justice. Peter is preaching, and he's telling, because it starts out like, I remember it as a song because it's like this musical of the book of Acts and they talk about mm-hmm. pretty much the whole thing in order. Yeah. But he breaks down the whole history. Mm-hmm. Like in the beginning. And he's like, how, he breaks down for him in the first sermon after the 40 days, right? Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Well, you know what Pentecost is. Yeah. And so he's explaining to him that, hey, this, and it all ends up with this Jesus that you crucified like a month and a half ago, that's the dude y'all should have been listening to the whole time. You guys missed it. And then they say, brothers, what must we do to be saved? Mm-hmm. That's what they asked Peter. Yeah. Yeah. Peter, who is mm-hmm. the rock, yeah. the, the first pope, mm-hmm. the first, the keys to the kingdom, however you explain it. Yeah. He's the guy who gets to determine how the church is going to go or that's what happened. Uh. And uh, he said, mm-hmm. repent, every one of you, for the forgiveness of your sins mm-hmm. and be baptized. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, for the sin- forgiveness of your sins. Uh, Acts 2.38. I think that's the full, I can't remember the full verse right now. But that's, that's it. I mean, it's like, one, two, three. Here it is. What do we got to do to be saved? You need to repent and be baptized. Not now. You get into the whole thing about what is baptism and what's the... Now here's the first pope, right? But, but baptism, baptizio, it means submit, submersion under the water and all of that jazz. And you start talking about okay, okay. sprinkling is not baptism. Okay, let me ask you this. If you, if you were the, for the first uh, pope, why that... Catholics follow different, uh, and it's going to be the same, the same church, different procedures for baptism. Right, that's the whole point. It's like if you choose to, that's why I choose to not get into all of that. Like the whole point I'm making is that, like you said to me when we were discussing a minute ago, you yeah, said, well, then you don't believe the Bible. And that's why I brought that up is because there's so much room for discussion. Yeah, love. If you if you look at just the Bible, I I, I just I I guess I bristle at the term. Then you don't believe in the Bible because it's like, well, but you that's how you see it or interpret it. Because we were talking about the the phrase "we're made in His image." Yeah. And I, I'm thinking on that, and I'm just thinking, okay, what does that mean? We're made in His image because it can't mean our race or ethnicity mm-hmm. or our height or weight, or sex, or color of hair. So, what does that mean that we are created in His image? If it's not that we are Imagineers, we have imagination and creativity and we are in his image that way. I mean, unless there's some other 
meaning of that that you see or where do you take that meaning? What do you take that to mean? We're made in his image. Uh, we have free will like he does. Uh, his image, um, I'm not going to say exactly, you know, physical image. Not exactly because there are not, a, to me, the, the way I see it, there are more civilizations of another world. People who are like uh, humanized. In other like, worlds, you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. The, 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 you see, if, like you free, if you free thinking in that respect, that we can be... And I'm not opposed to that idea mm -hmm. at all. No, that, no, no, that no, no, no. There might be yeah. other worlds and, like, I don't know, have you ever read The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? That stuff by C.S. Lewis? Yeah, I've been Because he kind of hit... Because he kind of dips into that a little bit where he talks about the way you get to those different worlds. Mm -hmm. now, did you ever read those books or even watch those movies or whatever? I have one from uh, Sid Lewis. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. yeah I, have one. The, the, I don't know which one, but I, have, I read it. I have another movie. I don't know the names. To yeah, be okay. Honest. Right. Well, in, the, in that. Not something that I. In that book series. Like they have different worlds, pretty much. But when they, because like they go into this closet, and when they come out of the closet, it's yeah, not the world anymore. They're in a forest, and mm -hmm. animals talk, and yada yada yada, and all this stuff. And it's like a different. But in the book, they explain it. At some point, they're in this spot where. It's like you're here and there's like all these pools that are around, like mm -hmm. pools of water. And if you go into one, yeah. you'll be in one world. But if you go into that one, you'll be in a different one. So this is like the space in between dimensions, if you will. And I, he didn't explain it that way. I'm just kind of using that language because yeah, yeah. it fits how I've, you know, it, it fits the ideas that I'm coming at you with. Because mm -hmm. it's like, you know, you could be different worlds but the same God is over it all and can then step in between those different worlds. Mm -hmm. Because when you get into the physical reality of things, you know, that's why I'm always talking about. We ascribe more to God, I think, than, yeah. like when we say stuff like omnipresent and omnipowerful and, and, or mm -hmm. omnipotent, and, you know, it's like, if God is everywhere mm -hmm. and can do all things and everything, you know, I'm not saying what he can and can't do. I'm just saying that there are some can and can'ts. God operates under some rules. We've, under, we've established that mm -hmm. because he can't apparently just say, all right, you all go to heaven. You ate that apple. Mm -hmm. or whatever the fruit is yeah. so the rules say you gotta go I and I gotta come up with a new plan to get you back in mm -hmm. and that's gonna be Jesus and all of this kind of stuff yeah. so God is operating under some kind of rules other than no, yeah, yeah, all power exactly. so I'm not disrespecting God no, 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 I'm no. saying you know if my kid comes to me and says you know daddy I know you're saying you can do anything but really 
Hey can. man, you are not the governor. I'm just saying the law is the law. Yeah. I can't smack him in the mouth for pointing that out. No, you know? no, 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 no. No, I so, so, I, I mean, I think right there we got God is not. I'll say not all powerful, only in the sense that there are rules. Now, now we get into the, I move to the, to the everywhere at all times, because that's omnipresent, right? There's a point, now it's not God per se, but there's a point in Daniel, I think, where I was reading, and it talks about... Gabriel and Michael having a conversation, I think, maybe. I can't remember. Is that right? Do you know what I'm talking about? There's a point in there where, where one of the archangels yeah. says, we couldn't get there. Mm -hmm. Like, you're on your own because there's a battle going on. Exactly, yes. And we are tied up. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like I envision it like a general saying, "I would love to send you some reinforcements, but uh, you're yeah. on your own right yeah. now because yeah. I'm in a hot battle yeah. over here. Yeah, exactly. Now, where over here is, I don't know, but yeah. I do know this: that suggests a limit to the omnipresence. You know what I'm saying? That suggests a limit to the being everywhere at all times and to do anything and all things. I mean. You know what I mean? Not yeah. I, I'm not again, not in a disrespectful manner, no, but I'm no, just no. trying to say no, let's that. establish. Well, because I was watching this move, uh, this show uh, mm -hmm. yesterday. Uh, I've been trying to catch up because my wife went off and got ahead of me. But we've been watching uh, Versailles. It's a uh, you know the palace at Versailles in France. You heard of the Versailles Treaty? Mm -hmm. The end of World War One. No. Don't matter. It's a French palace. Okay. King Louis the the Sun King. What was he? The sixteenth? Mm -hmm. King Louis the Sixteenth? Yeah. Built this palace that is crazy. Yeah. It's huge. Mm -hmm. And the, the show is set where he moved the capital of Paris from of France from Paris yeah. to Versailles so he could oversee this building of the palace and there this is basically a just a show talking about different stuff in the room, yeah. but oh, I, I don't remember what he made me think about that uh got it yeah i don't even know what made me think about versailles they are falling out yeah because they're not uh is this uh the second one? Yours. what this is the second one or this is the, the first one but that's all that's left of the 300. Yeah, yeah. No, I put you all three up on the table. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, just we just use one of these white buckets and we'll be cool. And we, uh... Man, I can't for the life of me remember what the hell I brought Versailles up for. That's one of the problems with being uh, ADD rific. <laughs> but when we, but anyway, when you're talking about God being all powerful and everything, I just think about 
Oh, I know why I brought up Versailles. I was watching it, and the dude was there. Like, you know, there's stuff going on in the palace the king don't even know about because he's just there, you know. It's yeah. like, this is this is my world. It's rolling. And they had some kind of, uh, some count of something or other had invited this dude to come in, and, and he was giving a presentation. Mm -hmm. And uh, somebody said to the king to go check it out because you might like what this dude's talking about. So he come in there, and the dude's talking, and he's got a brain in a jar mm -hmm. and he's talking and he says how you know uh we have the science or what we're doing is we're looking at this and uh he mentioned some some famous scientist or like uh who's like descartes you know descartes, right? descartes yeah, is yeah, yeah. the famous french politician math, philosopher and mathematician but anyway he uh yeah. He mentions this guy, he says, you know, and da 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 but we think the brain is here, and the soul is in this part of the brain, and, you know, he's talking about what they thought of as brain science, and he was saying mm -hmm. something about how science doesn't seek to, how did he say it? He said, you know, you see the majesty that God has created, mm -hmm. and through science we, see, we seek to understand it, and see how he did it, and uh, the king then everybody claps, and you know, it's the end of his presentation. The king walks up, and he goes, oh, sire, sire, I'm so glad you could attend. And he's like, very interesting. The king's like, very interesting. And he, he goes, thank you, sire. And he's walking out the door, and he, as he's walking out the door, he just looks to the guard. He just goes, lock him up. <laughs> just wrap him up. Just That's lock it. We ain't having this kind of discussion. Yeah. And I... People get that way when you start talking about understanding God and understanding things because I because it, it, there's a lot vested in the current understanding we're never going to understand Mike huh we're never going to understand that's his mystery right exactly I, and I don't I don't disagree that we won't understand but I think the problem is people in power in various levels of power whether it be in your family or in in the government or Cool. Obviously, the church. Yeah, the church. But uh, the people in power have a vested interest in us maintaining this understanding and no other understanding. And that's why when I start talking about, it, I'm like, you know, I read the Bible and have these thoughts on on God and that it, from the standpoint of. Not only not knowing, but not accepting what is what everybody thinks they know. Mm. Does that make sense? You yeah. know what I mean? Because people got a way of telling you that the world was created in seven days, and if you don't believe that, then you dumb. And then I was listening to this dude talking about, you know, ever. Uh, the theory of relativity and all that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like if you went on the thing at the speed of light then came back, if you'll have five minutes but you'll look up and 70 years went by or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this dude was talking about some calculation and I don't do the math so I'm just listening to what he's saying. Yeah. He was talking about uh, you do the calculation from the Big Bang. Uh -huh. Nothing 
to the spread of the universe spreading out from that mm -hmm. and the galaxies twisting and shaping and mm -hmm. the planets forming and all that stuff. Yeah. And he was saying something like, if you were to take a ship, <laughs> I forget how he said it, but he, he basically said it like, if you were to take a ship, a ship from here and go there. I, I don't think he said it exactly like that. Because remember, I'm not a mathematician. I'm mm -hmm. just relaying to you something no, yeah, that yeah, I no, don't yeah. know. I'm just saying, here's an idea he was yeah. talking about. Mm -hmm. But he was like, basically, whatever calculations he was talking about, he was like, if you look at, if you were to take and go from here mm -hmm. to that point, it would be seven days. Mm -hmm. But remember... If you were to go somewhere and come back in five minutes, and you know, a lifetime will have passed. Yeah. Well, seven days with five minutes being lifetimes, a lot could unfold. And from that perspective, mm -hmm. creating the universe in seven days becomes a lot more no, yeah. reasonable than me sitting back going like, wait a minute, you mean to tell me that the earth goes around the sun for 24 hours, and in that 24 hours, he created all the mountains and all the this and all of that and all of those and then those and those. Well, no, maybe that 24 hours was more like the billions of years that it yeah. takes for evolution to create a planet. Likewise, you know, you know, it's, I guess, that then again opens you up to question no, yeah, nothing wrong with that. We could, we have question the understanding. I'm not even questioning whether there's a God or not. I'm questioning your understanding of God. I'm questioning your rules about how God is and how, you know, I question this. Now, mm -hmm. when I brought up the the Acts 2.38 baptism mm -hmm. thing, yeah. I bring it up as a point of where I come from where those people believe that very strongly. No, nothing wrong like with they that. Like they will love you. And, and everything else, mm -hmm. but they will con they will be completely convinced mm -hmm. that you are not a Christian, and that you are going to go to hell. If you get if you get hit by a truck tonight, you'll go to hell because you didn't get baptized at the right time. Now, I don't buy that, no. but they can show you. They can show you all the verses and everything they want, but then somebody else can. Well, I mean, you can shake your head. But then somebody else is going to shake through, you know, the Catholics are going to give you all kinds of reasons and validations for their beliefs and traditions. Because I'm going to tell you something, Mike, and I can probably you won't believe it. You already told me that you don't believe You don't believe it. But I'm going to tell you this. By my own experiences, I can tell you what is kind of... Correct. By your own experiences, yeah. and that's all we and, have is and our own experiences. And uh, if the president doesn't believe me, understanding. if the president or whoever doesn't believe me, I don't care. Right. I know, I know you know what you the thought. relationship I have with him. That's right. all he comes from me. That's all. So uh, I don't, I don't. I think I truly don't believe in organized, organ, organized religion. I, I, I don't believe in that. Right. I don't, I don't believe that because. Suffers. They want to buy Jackson's. Exactly, mm -hmm. yes. You know, and they just, they tell you whatever they think is right. They're and if you don't believe it, man. if you don't agree hey, with them, man. you go to hell. 
I was talking to a guy just the other night. He said, give me your wife. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't think you was talking to God, buddy. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and if you don't agree you with them. God sent me a message, too. If you don't agree with them, you're going to hell. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't and like that's that. the part that's crazy. I don't but like that. there's such a power in that belief. You know, because that group that I was talking about, I still get emails from them. Uh, Do you? They started out in like 1977. Mm -hmm. Like the dude got kicked out of one church because he was talking. And they're like, nah, buddy, you going too straight, you too, that's too far, too serious. Uh, that could be me, I mean, for my so, beliefs. So that he, could be me. So they told him he couldn't be part of the ministry he was part of. And so him and like 12 other people now, again, you don't know how. Stories are stories, so who knows? Because wasn't nobody there at the time except for these 12 people, which is kind of like 12 disciples. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. Uh, no, because when I when I but these guys did, and now they have churches in every country. I went to uh, to their conference. When did we get the World Series? 2000. I mean, not the World Series. The the All-Star Game. Was that 2014, 2012, somewhere in there? Who, us? The Kansas, Kansas City, when they had the All-Star Game. Yeah, Whatever, whenever that was. I just remember because that was important for my job. But that that weekend, I was in uh, San Antonio, mm -hmm. and there was something like 100,000 people from all over the world, mm -hmm. from all these different churches. We filled up the, it was not 100,000 people. It was a lot of people. I don't know how many. It was, I know we filled, we filled the base of the basketball stadium that, that they, the Spurs played in. But anyway, we, uh, and that came from 12 people sitting in the room going, listen, this is what we believe. And they went into the whole Jesus was baptized and this and that and the other thing. And if baptism means this and in order to be a, true disciple you have to be like serious about it and I believe a lot of the stuff that they believe is rooted in it comes from a good place in the in the because like I look at this world and I go like how the hell you call yourself a Christian and want to buy a damn jet that don't even make sense no it doesn't and it then doesn't. the knuckleheads talking like, I heard one of them talking at Kenneth Copeland. And I've been watching him for years going, mm -hmm. how the hell do people fall for this? He's sitting there talking about, he literally called people demons. He said, I need to buy a jet. Because you, you don't understand how tough it is going around. You got to go through these airports. You got being, it's like being in a tube full of demons. That's me, pal. <laughs> exactly. I'm in C3A. Yeah. You're fucking calling me a demon. I'm gonna make a whoop in your ass. <laughs> yeah. You see? So he wants his own plan. That's why I don't agree with that. But these people give it to him. Cause the live that's the first time he got the plane. He just got an upgrade like last year. He got him a new one. Because this kind of, I mean, I'm not saying all of them, but uh, some preachers they tell you <coughs> if you don't give you. Your tithe, you went to hell. Mm. And that's not true. That's not true. And people believe it. People believe it. Right. You know? People believe but it. But see, that's what I mean by there's a certain interest that the powers that be have. 
in maintaining that because here's the thing them people that I'm talking about with the they're very very serious about their stuff man they're like you know you gotta be you know you're supposed to be trying to root sin out of your life and all of this kind of stuff and I'm all good with the, the good chunk of what they teach and where they at but the, where it comes to a problem is once again that power structure you know it's like let's make sure we're getting that 10% let's make sure we're getting that tithe let's make sure we're getting where you at on that because that became an issue like I noticed everybody was talking about how much money you give in and making sure you was living frugally which means you got more to give ain't that something <laughs> yeah <laughs> look don't be buying no fancy car when you should be giving some more money to the church now, granted, the preacher ain't driving a fancy car, but that's the preacher you can see yeah. as everything gets kicked upstairs. You know what I mean? Yeah. <coughs> I know. I try to give my my part. This I'm not gonna lie to you. I try to, but uh, it's just between me and him. Exactly. What I give to the homeless, what I give to the lady who I see needing some help, and goes, "Hey, let me go ahead and take care of her groceries." Yeah. That is my tithe. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, and I mean, that ain't 10% of everything I earn. So I don't what I mean, what, But I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It, it goes back to the conversation we had the other night, though. You know, what we accept as the Bible, even, is what people put together in that same fashion. Because, like I said, when Constantine. Mm-hmm. Said, oh man, I saw a cross and Christians now. We ain't gonna be burning Christians no more. We're gonna be Christians. And then he's like, okay, I'm trying to do the Christian thing, but uh, you people are jacked up. Mm-hmm. Every town I go to, they tell me Christ- being a Christian is something different. So we need to get this straight. So he made them come up with a deal, and that was the council at. Nicaea, I think. Nicaea? I think that's the one. But it was like in the third century. But yeah, it was like basically him saying, all right, I'm down with this Christian thing, but we need to make it a Christian thing. Like, these are the rules. Mm -hmm. And none of this, everybody making up something different. So see, it becomes, at that point, it becomes a power struggle, a power control. And that's the Bible itself. That's how the Bible itself was created. Should we include the book of John or should we include the book of Philip? Well, I guess there is a letter of Philippians. But you know what I mean? Should we, you know, who's, like, because I've read some of these supposed other books of the Bible. I don't know if you've ever heard of any of those, like the Gnostic Bibles, like there's a gospel according to Timothy or somebody else. Like, uh, some people that's in the Bible that we know, but they are not, don't have their own books. Yeah. Like, uh, <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, well, probably they have, again, the Bible has been, have been so manipulated that we don't, we don't Exactly. That. And that's why it's like, you know, even when you get to, like, even, even the accepted Bible. Yeah. Like, you look at Mark, the Gospel of Mark. 
in my Bible, the New International Version, they have a footnote in several places, but the mark stands out to me where it says right here, it says, from here to the end mm -hmm. is only in 30% of the documents. You know, there's some people who were running around saying, I have the Bible here. This is the gospel according to Mark. Mm -hmm. But it don't have the ending part. And that's the one about snakes and stuff. And the snake charmers use that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You know what, I mean? what I'm talking about? The end of Mark, it says something about... Because uh, you know how Matthew ends with go and make disciples in the whole world mm -hmm. and yeah. go Not everywhere. Really end, yeah. And Mark says all that, but then it says, and you'll show them by <laughs> taming snakes and swallowing fire or some nonsense. Yeah. I don't, I don't mean to call the Bible nonsense, but you know what I'm saying. No, yeah, it's yeah. like these things that will happen, and then people use that and they go with it. They go like, see right there, it says you should be able to. And then Paul got bit by a snake, and he lived. So that means you got to have faith, and that's, you got people who do that. That's part of their service, is to pull out a bag of snakes. Hmm. Now, obviously, you can just say, well, them people are, you know. Yeah. Common sense would tell you God ain't got nothing. Why would God, who's running the universe, require you to play with some snakes? No, he won't. As part of proving that you are his disciple. Disciple. That don't even make sense. No, you won't. But then that. I gotta ask myself, why would God, who's running the universe, require that you get baptized? In a certain way, you know what I mean? Can I get some bags, please? Uh, I ran out of one. Oh, those three? Oh, because you only had the one that I gave you. Yeah. You only had the one that you was asking me. And they just want to, to my understanding, they just want to follow the tradition from my it. John and Jesus. But that's about it. And See, and that's again, you get into people following the following the not just the example but like you said traditions just following along with something exactly. they don't even understand exactly it doesn't even make sense and like one of the, the preachers I had used to tell the story that was a, a good example of how that works out he was like talking about uh the lady goes every Christmas. She would go and she would get a ham and bring it home for, to make for the Christmas dinner. She'd take the ham and put it on the table and then she'd chop off one end, chop off the other end, and put the middle in the oven. Mm -hmm. And one of the kids said, Why do you do that? And she said, Because that's what you're supposed to do that's the christmas tradition but then somebody asked the grandma why is that the christmas tradition and it turns out because in 1932 the oven we had was four <laughs> inches wide you so go. you had to cut the ends off and <laughs> put the damn thing in the oven and now here you are throwing away half your damn ham 
because of a tradition. They had a reason, like there was a reason they got baptized, they was dirty. I'm not saying that. Sis. No, 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 no. Take a shower and we cool. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying, maybe that's why the Catholics go with the sprinkling. They say a shower's cool. I don't know. I'm trying to be funny, but it's not. No, no, no. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm, I'm watching out for the lightning strikes, you know what I'm saying? But, but think about it. It's, it's like... I have to, I'm going to read the part from uh, John the Baptist when he says, uh, he says that, he says, you shouldn't repent, but I don't know if he says, he says that before they get uh, baptized or after, because uh, to me there's no, uh, no, well, no sequence you have to follow. Well, to, well and to me that to only me, makes to sense, me, to that me. makes sense that there would be no sequence to exactly. follow, because... I'm God, I'm running the universe here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't even know if I need a checklist of any sort since no. I can look at you and determine whether you're doing what you're supposed to be doing or not. Exactly. You know? Yeah, I'll get it. Yeah, we'll get it. Yeah. But, yeah, that's... Uh... Thanks again for checking me out and hit me up on Facebook, Michael T. Justice, Twitter, Michael T. Justice, and of course here at Anchor FM, you can leave a voice message and uh, I would love for any responses and um, requests.